Now I'm a fan of horror movies, a big fan of horror movies because um, it's fun to be terrifying. You know, it's it's almost the catharsis um, in a way because you go through the journey of being scared and then you're okay at the other end. It's it's almost like positive stress. Um, so with that said, I enjoy Don't Look Up because it was so terrifying. Because of a situation like this did happen, and if there were certain uh, people in charge that maybe this could, it could end up being like that. It goes to show even if a small percentage doesn't even believe that something is there, even though it's front of, in front of their faces, and they're the ones actually in power, or they're the ones causing enough trouble, you know, it can have that effect. Um, so the movie was satirical. It, um, you know, but, but great satire is, is based on, on realism. You know, it kind of takes something and, 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 and uh, turns up the volume, but it's like, did they turn up the volume though? <laughs> um, you know, and, and we just, we see it, we see it, whether I, I know the, the, the movie's an allegory to climate change, and I would argue an allegory to, um, COVID-19 as well, to where it's listening to the scientists, and with climate change, the scientists have been yelling about this for a long, long time, and there's a difference between scientists who have the evidence and people in power that put forward the policy, which is hopefully based on the evidence. And when it's not based on the evidence, it could have disastrous effects. And so the movie, uh, you know, is an allegory of the comet uh, to climate change, but climate change is moving uh, at a much slower pace uh, than the comet did, but we see it. We see it all the time, and it just seems to be ramping up. Um, and there's always, you know, uh, ways to, to to hopefully change it. If not, there are ways to adapt to it, um, and then hopefully prepare for the, the consequences of this because we see some things happening now, whether there's storms or migrations because of storms and because of migrations, that, that migration, that causes a whole lot of tension as well with so many different factors. Um, and it's, it's not listening to the scientists. Uh, and I, I think the uh, President Orlean, you know, Meryl Streep is one of the greatest actors Actors, actresses I've, I've ever seen, um, just just really a, a, the the elite of the elite. I think um, you know because she has such a perfect blend of technique along with um, with with rawness that she's really just you know forced to be reckoned with. Um, and the the character she played, the the president, was you know, and and her administration, along with her you know billionaire benefactor, um, tried to hedge the bets. They had a basically sure thing, and they aborted the mission. They turned it around because they hedged their bets with, well, look at all the money we can make under the guise of, oh, we'll, we'll use this to help humanity. Meanwhile, the richest people could help a lot, if not all, of humanity if they just paid their fair share in taxes. Um, so the movie kind of uh, tied that into, uh, you know, just really a comment on uh, the modern culture these days. Um, there, uh, With all that being said, there there's always something we can do. And I refrain from using the word always uh, because I'm, I'm not big into... Oh, 
black and white thinking, either or, always, never. But there's always something we can do, um, even if the odds don't seem in our favor. It's it's the fight that that keeps us going. Um, so it's yeah, it's it, but it's the realism of 2021 in how people speak out, and then social media. Uh, could pile onto them either to support or to try to bring them down, and then factions are formed and sides are made. And uh, few things piss me off more than both sides. So when I say sides, uh, typically there's there's a side that has the evidence on their side and, and the side that doesn't, and to equate those sides is very, 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 very harmful to what's going on. So the movie kind of uh, comments on that. The uh, you know the performances are, are were, were were all great, um, and I you know really think this kind of thing would be the reaction where they'd be like you know twenty percent don't even believe the comments there even though it's in front of their face for whatever reason belief is such a powerful thing, um, and then the results of you know I. I guess the the coolest part, even though the the ending is just such a such a downer, um, is at the very end where Doctor Mindy and his family, and Doctor Oglethorpe and Kate, um, and the uh, Yule. Uh, they I usually don't remember the characters' names, but I just saw the movie, so it's fresh in my mind. Uh, they 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 shut the news off. And they got together and and just had a normal dinner and just spoke about uh, stuff that bonds them. It's silly stuff like, you know, about the taste of homemade pie versus the store-bought pie and then what they're grateful for. And I think the movie, the, the message I think was clear in that while it's really important to get news from credible sources, like I say at the end of every one of these podcasts, you have to get news from credible sources. At the same time, you you need to shut shut it off um, every once in a while and do things that that you love to keep you going. So it's it's the dance and the balance of being informed versus being over informed. Because when you're over informed, that can cause a paralysis. So it's being informed and you know trying not to despair. Because despair brings paralysis. Paralysis is you know you don't move. And then you don't do anything. So it's I, I always like to think, wow, there are many, many problems. Now, now, what can I do about it? And then what can we do about it? And that's where organizing and joining groups and, and doing certain things uh, could hopefully bring about the change that we need. Um, but this was a terrifying movie. And I laughed out loud at some parts. Uh, I was very, very frightened at the end because you just see it coming and you see the way people react. And it's just, it's so frustrating. They just, it's in front of their face. You know, two plus two is four and they see two plus two is 27. Um, and again, it's, 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 it seems to be the, the ones who know that two plus two is four, they seem to have to kowtow to the ones who believe two plus two is 27, you know? Instead of like, it's four, it's four, listen to us, it's always like, well, you got to listen to them and you got to validate what you're saying, which which I, which which I, is what you have to do because that's how you at least increase the chances um, to break through. Um, unfortunately, the belief is so powerful sometimes that... Uh, that it could take a while. So it's it's really, at least politically, uh, and, you know, in, in conversation, you know, 
speaking to someone that you have a connection with, listening to them, validating their their fears, and you know, and, and agreeing with with what you agree with and and what was actually true. So they may believe two plus two is twenty seven, but they could believe five plus five is ten. So you start from there. You say, oh, okay, five plus five is ten, and, and let's and let's build on that. Um, so, so that's how the change is made, but politically, because things happen so fast, it's trying to appeal to the ones who, who may agree that 2 plus 2 is 4, but, you know, don't really vote for the people who think 2 plus 2 is 4, or they vote or they don't encourage other people who, who, who may not be voting to believe that 2 plus 2 is 4. So it's really trying to uh, get the turnout of the people who don't participate, as well as some of the fence sitters who can go either way. So it's um, so it's using those techniques and in, in listening and validating any concerns and agreeing what you agree on, and you know, and, and saying, okay, well, we disagree on this, but but what can we work on here? It's you know, a lot easier said than done. But I, I think the movie really ramped up uh, the feelings of anxiety really well, the feelings of, of dread, and just how different people react to things. And we're seeing this in real time in the world uh, in 2020. It's December, I think it's December 30th now. Um, And, you know, the year is almost over. And, um, you know, it's reflecting on what has been done. And what we can do. So, um, but but getting getting back to the movie, just uh, just really well done. When when movies can evoke uh, any kind of feeling from me, uh, aside from being pissed off that it's so bad, I don't like that. <laughs> but when they evoke the feeling that which is their goal to evoke, I think it's laughter, it's anxiety, and hopefully motivation to say, well, we don't want this to happen here. These are the things we can do about it. Um, <coughs> yeah. So anyway, uh, overall well done, well acted. I don't understand. Yeah. I guess the movie wasn't received well, at least some, one of the things from the, some of the things I read and granted it was just the headlines, but, um, I, I, I thought this movie was really good. I didn't think it was bad at all. I think it's actually an important movie, you know, for uh, future generations to see if they want a timestamp on what the world was like. You know, a, a satire of what the world was like. I don't want to go into complete dread because there are, you know, so many hopeful moments. Just the science behind the vaccines is incredibly hopeful. Um, you know, the... Uh, just that and and how and how the technology just really you know because of it was an emergency it is still an emergency how it can move so fast and how just the the, the dedication the dedication to the the workers trying to fight the virus and the, you know and, and talking about climate change to the activists who are really putting themselves out there to say this is a you know a five alarm fire now and just because it's not out your window like the comet doesn't mean that uh, it's it's not going to affect you sometime I live in New York and a couple of months ago we had some really bad storms I'm in a suburb of um, of uh, of what's considered New York City, uh, you know. So there's Brooklyn, Queens, Manhattan, um, and then uh, Staten Island and and the Bronx. That's considered New York City, um, but Manhattan and New York City are interchangeable. But there were some bad storms that that killed people, that flooded their basements because of climate change, and plus the the basements weren't up to 
subpar anyway, but it was such a f- quick flood. It flooded the subway systems. It looked like an apocalypse in, in the streets. It looked like an apocalyptic movie. Um, so chances are we will see more and more of those. So it's how we adapt to those, and so so people don't get harmed. Um, and I believe the human race is quite adaptable, provided a comet doesn't hit us. You know, and and even if there is a comet, I would imagine. I hope. I don't think there's going to be like someone like Ishm Ishmael. Um, whatever his name was, that will say, well, let's slow down and you're going to do my bidding. I mean, I hope not. I, I, I'm not that cynical, at least not yet. Um, you know, so, you know, even if there is a, a comet or an asteroid, hopefully, you know, science is, is working their way to deflect it, destroy it, you know, uh, find ways to not kill us. Um, you know, so that being said, there, there are many types of comets in our lives, whether it's the coronavirus, uh, whether it's uh, preventable measures we can take um, or do the best we can to take these preventable measures measures to stay alive as, as much as we can. So it's something like not smoking cigarettes, um, hopefully uh, getting, you know, some movement in, you know, just living uh, holistically um, a, a healthy, uh, a healthy life, uh, stress uh, it's hard to say, but a, a life that has decreased amount of stress. Um, so holistically and try to just keep you going and keep you feeling good, you know, quality of life and quantity of life with those two combined, I think you'll be all right. So, so yeah, anyway, I think that's it for me. I'm gonna go crawl in a corner somewhere. <laughs> no, I'm actually gonna, uh, uh, clean up my uh, my place. I just moved, so it's it's. Uh, I moved maybe a month or two ago, so it's just settling into that. So things are going well. Uh, I have a roommate. I'm living with my friend Aaron, who's been on the podcast before. So that means since we are roommates now, uh, hopefully uh, we will do a, a Star Wars podcast soon. But anyway, I don't even know if I talked about. Don't look up. Uh, the movie itself that much, but certainly the effect that it that it's had on me, um, uh, as well as what I think it was trying to say. Um, but overall, great job um, to the to the makers of this, from the actors to the crew to everyone. All right. So that being said, uh, feel free to rate, share this podcast, uh, and you can find me on Twitter at m m a m podcast. Find me on Facebook at MMAM Podcast. You can find me, you can email me at MMAM Podcast at gmail.com. And like I said before, uh, get your information from credible sources, uh, some sources like the New York Times, BBC, NPR, Washington Post, USA Today, just to name a few. Um, because uh, you want to be informed, and with that information, hopefully you make the right decisions when it comes to uh, not only how you live your life, but, you know, how you vote. Uh, voting is incredibly important, and you want to vote for the party, that, uh, the, and the Democratic Party, really, the party that, that believes in, in facts um, and, uh, and science uh, as a way to, to get us through, because the Republican Party are just not there, unfortunately. Um, anyway, all right. Take care, everyone. Happy New Year. I'll probably release this after the New Year, but Happy New Year anyway. All right, on to 22. Later.